the Everyman Podcast. Every man. Every man. Yes. Yes, indeedy. Big dog, Daryl <laughs> Campbell. How are you, my brother? Man, doing great. Blessed and highly favored. Talking to my bro. Love you to death, man. Let's get it. Blessed and highly favored as always. And I'll tell you what. Uh, what? I'll tell you what. i tell you what. Uh, we're, what? You know, we're all settled in our house. Last, last episode of the Everyman Podcast, we were talking about the wild and wonderful journey uh, down the East Coast through the mm-hmm. Southeast mm-hmm. into the great state of Texas. And then the drama of the uh, potential squat situation. Yep. And I'm pleased to inform everyone, the everyman and the everyman. First of all, I got a lot of cool uh, messages on Instagram uh, from from the everyman and the everywoman wishing us well. Um, As always, shout out to Rob Merritt, King Everyman down there in the Atlanta area. Um, You know, a lot lot of friends and family reaching out uh, from the everyman crew checking in on things and uh, praying for us. And I really appreciate it. And, and I'm happy to say, you know, all our prayers were answered and we are in our home and it is beautiful. Yeah, dude. We, um, yeah. So essentially it got to the point where I was tired of dealing with the middleman of the realtors. Now, mm-hmm. Lacey Kavner at properties, Dallas, she's the bomb. If you guys are looking in Dallas or you're looking for, you want to move to Texas, you want to come to the everyman, Lacey's, Lacey's your gal, okay? She did a wonderful job. The other realtor for the seller sucked shit, okay? <laughs> and this woman was uh, awful, to put it politely. Mm. Wouldn't wouldn't respond. Wouldn't like we're trying to relay information. Didn't so it got to the point where I just reached out to the sellers on Facebook, and I I wanted them out of the house. So last Friday I'm like, hey, listen, what do you what do you need? What, what do we need to do? How's the house? What do we need to do to get you out? They're like, oh, we still have the garage left. And I was like, okay. If I get a U-Haul, I said, send me some pictures of what you got. I said, if I if I get a U-Haul. And I come down there after work, and I help you move out. Can you be out of there tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So I book a U-Haul, go on, do my thing. Wait a second, man. We, you are booking a U-Haul to get the tenants who are, well, not tenants. Come squatters. The, the, like the homes, uh, you are getting their shit out. Wow! Listen, Daryl, that's every man. You're, shit, you're, you're, you're. That's listen, every man. That doesn't happen. You know, like you're a married man. Shit. You're a married yes. man, Daryl. When your when your beautiful wife tells you, "I want to get in the house," you're gonna do whatever you gotta do to get in the wow, house. And if I had bro. to, if I had to go move their shit out by myself, I was willing to do that because I wanted them out of our lives and I wanted us in our house. Right. Wow. So I'm putting the pressure on them and I'm like, I'll pay for it. I'll come down. I will help you load out because they were just making trips back and forth in their car to a storage unit. I'm like, I'll get a U-Haul. I'll fucking load it in, get it in and get it out. Let's go. Right. So that kind of pushed them in gear and realized that we were serious. By the time I'm like getting ready to go down there, they're like, oh, we got everything out. And I'm thinking like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, why didn't you just get everything out? Why? Like, what? so what? They're like, oh, well, we're going to. We're going to leave the house tonight. We're going to leave everything in there. 
And then we're going to come back Sunday morning and get the rest of that stuff. I said, no, 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 no. You're out today. Yeah. Well, the contract says, I was like, I don't really, look. Fuck that contract. Get out of my house, it's my basically. house, bro. It's my house right. now. So, Bye. Later. Because our movers were coming Sunday morning. I'm like, I can't have you people. You people. You people. Uh, <laughs> occupying our garage when we need to get our shit in. We got to move in this weekend. It's got to happen. Right. I, gotta, I got shit to do. Shit to do, man. So we end up getting them out of here. Then we they, they we roll up at like seven o'clock, and the cleaning ladies are here. Now, you know you've been to a hotel. That's probably most people's interaction with like a professional cleaning crew is like the, the staff at a hotel, right? And everybody knows they work real hard, man. And you know there's professional house cleaning. Some people, you know, have their houses clean. We've always just taken care of it ourselves. Right. Right. Now, we come up. And these two little ladies look shell shocked. Like they looked like they looked like they had been through war. You know, they were like, <laughs> and I know you guys can't see this, but they were like mouths agape, eyes wide, <laughs> and just sweaty. And they looked like they had witnessed a horrific violation of humanity, is what it looked wow. like. Wow. And I said, um, how was it? And they're like, Oh, no. (laughs) This lady is just shaking her head. She's like, oh, disgusting. (laughs) Now, when a a professional cleaner is shell-shocked and she tells you it was disgusting. Yeah, dude. I mean, can you imagine what these ladies have seen? I don't. You know, like, can you, like, just imagine the things that a professional cleaning service come across. They're like, this was horrible. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Not only did uh, these people just live in filth and squalor in a goddamn beautiful, gorgeous house. Yeah. They didn't, they had to pay for the clean. They didn't tip the cleaners. I saw oh, them. I wow. saw, so we tipped them. Every, every surface in this house was grimy and like. Oh. They allowed their daughter to, you know, color on our kitchen cabinets and the countertop after my wife had been here for the inspection, which really pissed me off. Right, right. Because, like, when, when we were leaving our former home, we treated that with the utmost respect because we knew yeah. you're in this process of transitioning property from one person to another once you accept the offer you sign the contract they put the deposit into the escrow service or the title company you're in transition a a, a real estate transaction takes a while but like it's like a gauge it's like okay you're 10 percent of the way there and then they then they pass the option and it's like okay there's no going back and then the final thing is the signing right so it takes time but we treat it as if like all right, this is no longer ours. We got to be respectful. Yeah, once it's once it's an ex- escrow, bro, it's like, yeah, it's over. Man. It's like, a it's, matter of respect, and these people yeah. these people had no respect, which is why I'm happy to, uh, you know, slander them here, um, anonymously. And we came across some wild shit. Like, for example, in the this is my studio room uh, that I'm I'm coming to you from, and I've I've seen coloring on the walls. In my life, I can wrap my head around a child coloring on the walls. Yeah. But, like, coloring on the, the walls in every fucking room. Yeah. 
on the mirrors, but my favorite, my absolute favorite is the electrical outlets. So in the upstairs, because the daughter, her playroom was upstairs, there are multiple outlets. And when I'm talking outlet, I mean the actual outlet, not the plate, the outlet, marker, solid color, like this little girl sat there unattended and colored in the whole outlet. And you can see like where it went into the outlet. And I'm like, this girl's going to die at some point. (laughs) She's not going to have a long life because I don't know what was going on here. And like we find out it was, she was the, the wife didn't work. So it's like the wife was just chilling here. The house is a mess and your daughter's coloring in the outlets. Like what exactly yeah, what's going you, on here? You're, you're like a you're a rice crispy away from throwing a fork in there and then becoming a coming a fucking a rice crispy. You know, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, could you imagine and like you imagine coming across your son, coloring in one outlet? Mm. That would happen one time. You'd handle it however you're going to handle it. Oh yeah, and it would never happen again. Not only would it not happen again because you would instill how dangerous and misbehaved that is right but then you would be watching your kid to make sure hey baby boy the fuck are you doing (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like it would happen one time but to find fucking six outlets that are colored in with magic marker Mm -hmm. blows my mind and the fact that it all occurred after my wife had been here through the inspection and it's like we told the other agent, like, hey, we want restitution for this shit. This is bullshit. We're magic erasing everything. And it got to a certain point. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drop it because I don't really want to deal with these people anymore. And I just want them to gone. disappear. Just one gone. Just one yeah. gone, you know? And then they yeah. did dumb, dumb ass shit where, like, at closing, they gave us the keys to the house. And then they changed the locks, which you're not supposed to do. And Why then they fucking do that? Because they had, like, a smart lock that they wanted to keep, which... Like, we left the, the digital keypad on our old house. Like, I don't understand that. But not only did they not only did they put a different lock on, they put this double-sealed, double-ended deadbolt that's like, you can't, there's nowhere to access the screws. So, like, I had to take off the backside. Then they threw away, there's like a special key that you use to, that's like recessed. It's like a little, looks like an Allen key, but it's a circle. Right. They fucking threw it away. So I had to like hammer this thing out of the door just at every turn stupidity. But then you'd have some smart things like they pre-wired the house for cat five fiber. And you're like, Hmm. Okay. So maybe someone here had a brain, you know? (laughs) So now these girls clean the house. It took them three hours, two women, two professional women clean this house. We're looking around the house like this, this carpet's fucking weird. Like, what is going on here? And they had a they had a dog. We went out and bought a new vacuum. My wife is vacuuming, and she had to empty out the container like seven, eight times. Wow, bro! With and it was just like solid dog hair. Oh, and like the the backyard, there's like this little muddy area, and we found muddy paw prints like on the walls, on the fireplace, like inside closets, like the craziest places and you know like we've been talking to our neighbors neighbors are super cool and all of them are like yeah we mm, 
They were weird, <laughs> you know, like they're like, and they're like, they're like excited that uh, we're not, we're not them. And I'm like, Hey, you're not going to have any problems with us. Uh, we're, we're pretty chill. My, my guy next door, he's like, he hangs out in his garage. He's like a woodworker and uh, he's like building all sorts of gun cabinets and all sorts of crazy shit. And he's like, yeah, I went over there the one time and man, it was a disaster. And I was like, yeah, I bet. Yeah. And uh, apparently they were like shitting on us. To the other neighbors because they're like, oh, they're 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 trying to force us out. It's like we own the house. Get the fuck out! Like, <laughs> yeah, you force out, you out. Bro. You're lucky I'm not dragging you out of here. Like, right. you know, yeah, fucking call the cops. Get your ass right. pulled out forcibly. Right. And and luckily, you know? you know, we had it we had it ready to roll. But thankfully, we didn't have to go down that path. So, you know, first thing we did, we changed the locks. You know, get them out of because then they then of course the locks that they left mysteriously one key was missing and i'm like you motherfuckers like wow you don't just forget to leave a key you know so right 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 moral of the story is never agree to a lease back you know um we were just uh i don't want to say desperate but we needed to get into a home quick and we really wanted this house we didn't want to lose it so we just were you know Mm -hmm. we were amicable uh but like i said everything's good there now We've been, we've, I was telling you, we have set a steady stream of, uh, vendors. Now I'm quickly adapting to the Texas culture. And you know, that saying everything's bigger in Texas, right? It's true. What they say, everything is bigger in Texas. So my, we're, we're, we're looking for furniture and like my buddy at work is like, Hey man, you got to go to Nebraska furniture mart. And I'm like, Nebraska furniture mart. What is this? It's this Warren Buffett-owned furniture company. They have three stores. The largest one is here, right outside of Dallas. And it is a 560,000-square-foot, 100-acre complex with the largest Ferris wheel I've ever seen in my life in the parking lot. Like, you see the Ferris wheel from a good 10 miles away. And I'm like, and they're like, yeah, when you see the Ferris wheel, you're close. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then I'm like, oh, they meant 10 miles. Like, it's wild. Wow. And you walk in there, dude, you can get, it's like they put a, the biggest furniture store you've ever seen, combined it with the Best Buy and an Apple store and a Lowe's and a Dick's all in one. And you can get, you can get like a a $100 particle board bed or you can get a $20,000 hand carved African white oak that's only they only cut down one tree a year <laughs> you know like, like and it's and it's in, it's encased in crystal and it's been blessed by Tom Brady's wife like you can there's you know they had I'm walking through the electronics area I see this thing I can only describe as a rig. Yeah. This rig, it's like a giant reclining gaming chair that has this like zero gravity mode where like it it like reclines you and holds your body weight up with these like airbags that are in it. <laughs> <laughs> and and then dude, there's fucking 10 40 inch 4K 120 hertz monitors that are all linked up to one of those like display links. 
You right. know, like you have the right. big display wall, right? Yeah. And then it and then it runs to a gaming PC in the back. It's like twenty five thousand dollars. Oh. And and there's a kid in there playing Flight Simulator, uh, and it's like full. Like it looks like some shit you would imagine they use to train fighter pilots. And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, you can get that. Like you can get, dude, not kidding. They'll put a bowling alley in your house. Like you can go Are there. You serious? <laughs> you can go there and get a fucking bowling. bowling alley. Yeah, yeah. What kind, and then like, oh, you want a, you want a giant penis down the lane? Sure. Yeah, we we do that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you know, you get you can get <laughs> you can get like a pool table. You know, and then like you walk to the other side of the store. A mile away, and there's wow, you know, and there's uh lawn tractors, you know, and a smoker, or and then basketballs and basketball hoops and swimming pools and hot tubs and ice machines and dude, they, you know those, Jeez <laughs> you know those, uh, you, you go those Coke machines now that have like the all the yeah 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 the flit they right. sell those. Oh my gosh! You can buy an industrial commercial coca-cola fountain for your kitchen at nebraska furniture mart holy crap dude bro when you come out here we're i mean i, I know it sounds crazy but to take you to nebraska furniture mart because you just need to experience this place yeah yeah and it's the largest furniture store in the country and like it's overwhelming it, it's like we we were we were in there for like two and a half hours we barely saw anything we were just like all right we gotta get appliances and a bed we gotta focus on the focus on the task at hand and we're actually going back there today after we uh, wrap up this here pod yeah to get ourselves a little uh, entertainment center for no entertainment center yeah and uh dude you can get like they had here's the other crazy thing they had ps5s on the shelf like you can't get a ps5 on the shelf dude, like on the shelf i swear to you i'm like walking. you can go up and like i could go get hey, one I right now yeah that's fucking nuts and i'm like how how do you guys have playstations on the shelf here like shelf ready just spider wrapped locked in a thing just whoop, grab it 500 bucks out the door xbox oh. playstation they have a apple store in there like a, an apple store it's like the apple store at the nebraska furniture mart Dude. and it's like you can go get you can go get and apparently they cater to like a lot of NFL players and stuff. Yeah. You can get like the California King size beds and shit. So like mm -hmm. if you're seven feet tall and 380 pounds, you can get a bed. Right. And uh, apparently they sell, like you'll be in there buying a, I don't know, a beard trimmer. And there's a guy next to you dropping a hundred grand on a, a pinball arcade. Oh yeah. They had pinball machines. Uh, <laughs> they had a dude, I'll send you a picture when I go, they had a they had mortal Kombat. I'm going to see if I can talk uh, Mrs. Everyman into a, uh, it's they have arcade machines too. Like you get bro, like an arcade. Bro, they had. I have. We have to go there. We they have had, to go there. They had Mortal Kombat two Ultimate Edition. They had Pac Man. Uh, they had the Simpsons arcade. They had X the Simpsons. Bro, you remember the X Men game? Yeah. They had that. Bro, they have NBA Jam. It's like four hundred bucks. What? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. God bless that store. God, God bless, bless Texas. Texas, man. God, God bless, bless Texas. Texas. I've been saying that all week. I'm like, <laughs> GBT. I've been calling it the GSOT, the great state of Texas. I'm over here in the GSOT buying arcade machines and pinball wizards. Over here in the GSOT, GBT Dude, all day, every day. GBT, GSOT. It's, it is. And then, dude, not only that, 
I, I told my friends that they're like, oh, listen, don't even bother going anywhere else. If you can't find, if you, if you guys can't find furniture there, you have no taste. Like, because you can, <laughs> you can get everything from like shit that looks like it was a, uh, in an Atlantic city strip club in the nineties, all the way up to, like I said, the most posh wood handcrafted shit you've ever seen. Right. No matter if you're tacky or, you know, fucking Bill Gates himself, like you can get whatever you want there. And they're like, Oh, did you go to shields? I'm like, what's shields? They're like, Oh dude, you didn't go to shields. Like what the fuck is shields? Shields is the largest sporting goods store in the country. Equally, of of equal size right next door to it. Oh my god. They have a two-story Mario Andretti indoor electric go-kart track. Like it's like a dude, you, you like and they're like 50 mile an hour electric go-karts. Whoa, dude. Yeah, like it's like I'm telling you, man. But I don't know what you would put in a Sporting goods store that's five hundred thousand square feet. Like how many, how many baseball bats do you need? Are are the the, like go karts like can you like I you could fit in? I think you could fit in them. They're like yeah. I mean, whoa. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we're gonna find out. That's for damn sure. You gotta gotta go fuck. We're we're gonna have to make a documentary of just just us in Texas together because yeah, dude. Some of the you know, some of the things here you see and you're like, this is retarded in the best way possible, you know? Like, <laughs> it's, it's everywhere everywhere I turn. You know, I went to a gas station the other day, shout out to Fuel City, and I walk in, and you can get, they have a fucking, they had, like, some of the best tacos I've ever had. They had, like, a taco <laughs> store in there. They got a fried pie store. You can buy ammo. You can get furniture. You can Dude, get... you can buy ammo at the gas station? Yes, you can get... Any wow. any energy drink wow. you've ever seen, and dude, some of the energy drinks I've been getting out here, like I've been sending you pictures. Dude, of that what, rooster, that rooster the rooster one. booster. Dude, I I looked it up, and it like like can genetically enhance you, bro. <laughs> Let sick, me tell you something. Bro. I I think it's I had sick. diarrhea for fourteen hours, but I was full of energy. You know, yeah, I couldn't I yeah. couldn't stop. It was and, amazing. And you, you like planted the seed to grow a third eye in the yeah. process. So yeah. Like, <laughs> when, you, when you texted me, you're like, "Dude, that's like problem really probably not good for it." And I was like, "I was like, oh really? Is that why I've been vibrating for eight hours and I can't stop shitting?" Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Like the, the, there's just I mean everything's bigger in Texas, bro. Like I'm a big Slurpee fan, right? Seven yeah. Eleven Slurpees. They got these things out here called the QT Quick Trip. It's like my my gas station of choice when I'm not going around a fuel city. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you go into a 7-Eleven and you get the, there's the Coke, maybe the cherry, the sometimes banana, which is like my favorite. I do a Coke and banana. Yeah. And usually no less than half of the options are not ready. Right. Right. You go into a QT, I shit you not, they have 25 different Slurpee options. And you can get Slurpees with liquor in them. Just, you can just oh. walk in and get a booze. <laughs> There's a fucking boo slurpee. Dude, there's a there's a they like and they have like energy drink slushies. Like there's a drive-through frozen margarita place like 2 miles from our house. Like you can just drive in and get like they literally sell them by the gallon. You can buy a gallon of frozen margaritas for 25 that bucks in your car and they'll just put it in your truck and you go you go to your barbecue. Like 
<laughs> it's almost, <laughs> I'll say it again. Like, I feel like I've moved to another country. It's, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's hard to explain how truly different it is here. And the culture is different. And like yeah. the attitude towards alcohol, the attitude towards firearms, uh, to church. It's just, yeah, those, those three together, booze, yeah. guns, and God, you know, yeah. um, it's, it, it, it's amazing how much we feel at home here. You know, like, yeah. obviously I miss you. I miss my family and, all my friends, my crew, yeah. I miss them a lot. You know, I love those, I love those guys and that won't ever change, but we don't, I haven't thought about Levittown once. Wow. Because like, well, well that's how you know, like you, you, you know, you found your true North, you found your true place. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and then like, especially for you and Sam, you know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. And like, dude, so like, you know me, man, I love, I love to network. I love to meet people and, and chat it up and, um, I want to give a shout out to Dominic the Barber. I'm going to put his tag in this in this Word. podcast. He uh, got my boy looking bright. He was he was our Uber driver, and he was like, "Hey man, when you're out here, hit me up. I do uh, you know, I'm a barber." I'm like, "Oh, cool, cool." So I text him yesterday. I'm like, "Hey man, you got any time this weekend?" He's like, "Yeah, um, you can come to my shop, or, or I know you guys are close to where I live. Like, I do mobile cuts full full service." I was like, "What?" Yeah, dude. He's like, "Yeah, I'll just come mobile cuts, man. I'll just come uh, cut your hair." Eight o'clock this morning. He's right on time. Comes in the house, gives me a sweet fade. My barber's got a gun. I've got a gun. Everybody's got guns. It's <laughs> you know, like, yeah, dude. He's like he's got his his, uh, his trimmer, his uh, you know, his his scissors and his fucking Glock. It's uh, it's crazy. It's fucking awesome. But I love it. I love I love it. I feel great here. The weather, it's hot. But it's been apparently everybody's telling me like, yo, bitch, this is nothing like get ready for the fucking thunder because yeah. uh, I've gone out at like eight o'clock in the morning and I'm instantly, I would say semi glazed. Yeah. And then like if I take 10 steps, I'm full glazed. Yeah. And they're like, dude, it's going to get like, give it two weeks and you're just going to like, <sighs> like you can't breathe, yeah. like you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. remote start all the way. I How's the roaster like the heat? Is he is he is well, he like Well so far he's been all right. I mean it hasn't been that hot yet. I think the hottest it's been since we've been here is like ninety eight, mm. which is hot as shit. And the thing that's, is like that's kind of fucking balls hot, bro. But dude, yeah. here's the difference, like, is the UV index. Yeah. It might be ninety five degrees back east, but the UV index is like four or five. Right. Last weekend it was eleven. It, it, I'm Ooh. not kidding you. It, it's like it goes to ten, and they had it at eleven, and they're like extreme caution because the sun is up your ass here because of where you <laughs> where you are in relation to yeah. the the universe, and it's like right. it the sun genuinely feels like it's on top of you, like it's the strangest. Yeah. If you're not used to it, you're like, wow. It's not the air temperature. It's actually. You're actually baking because the yeah. sun's so much closer. To yeah, you. yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's fucking hot. Do you dude. think about that, and then like you just think about like how fucking far away the sun is to really torch your ass. That's here. why, like, I feel like if I got on a ten foot ladder last weekend, I would have died because <laughs> I was ten feet closer to the sun. Like it's like <laughs> like I think like truly, if I get any closer to the sun, I'm gonna explode. I'm gonna actually explode here. It's uh. It's hot, but yeah. it's not, it's nothing. And I can't wait. I know when it happens and they're like, when it 
when it gets to that temp, you'll know. And they were telling mm-hmm. me, one of the guys I work with is from, relocated from Michigan. I was like, how long did it take you to adapt? He's like, maybe two and a half years. I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. He's like, the first year I was here, he said we had a streak of 75 days where it was over 100 degrees. Oh, fudge and bananas. Fudge and bananas. Like, what are you <laughs> supposed to wear? You can't even, like, you... If there's a way to wear less than a birthday suit, that would be. I'm, <laughs> dude, you, I'm. You can't. I, th- I, I, I bought a couple. I went to Kohl's yesterday and I bought a couple. Um, they're like, it's called like Tech Gear, T E K. It's like hot shirts. I don't know how to call it, but yeah. It's good. They're like UV protected. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to be wearing tank tops and. The shortest shorts possible. Half my nuts are going to be hanging out because yeah, I just don't give a shit. You have the Duke <laughs> versions for. Dude. Can I get the male Dukes? Yeah, oh, yeah. You got thanks. the Daisies here. You Daisy Dukes. You be protected, yeah. dripped in like. Yeah, I'm getting women's running shorts so I can uh, survive out here. But survival gear. Like I, I got to get all new underwear. Like I got to switch to just compression shorts year round. You can't be. Like these cotton blends are indoor only. <laughs> you yeah, can't, yeah. The, like, those are for lo- those are for comfort. Like yeah, in, indoor I, I, AC you know, comfort. Like. Cotton underwear in fucking Texas, dude. Yeah, and I just can't. I can't understand. Like, how in the hell did anyone live here eighty years ago, ninety years ago, mm. when they didn't have central air everywhere? Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, and then so like I. Another thing the every man and every woman knows about me, I like to get hooked on shit. Yeah. And right now I'm hooked on audiobooks because uh, <clears throat> I realized, yeah, I haven't really been reading and I got some more time now on my commute. So I'm going to try and maximize that time and learn. So I'm right now I'm reading, uh, listening to Jocko Willink's book, uh, Extreme Ownership, which is pretty, pretty intense. But I downloaded a couple Texas history books and like, they're talking about how, like, when Texas was its own country, and they were fighting, like, Mexicans from the South, Native Americans from Oklahoma, and then, like, themselves, and then the heat, and then, like, rattlesnakes, and hogs, and coyotes, and mountain yeah. lions. And you're like, I'm starting to, I'm starting to understand why people here are so proud to be Texans and what it yeah. means to be a Texan. And like being a Texan isn't just like, and, and we're not Texans yet. We're, we're going to earn it, but it's not just having cowboy boots and uh, you know, a nice hat. Like it's, it's being resilient and being able to survive these like incredibly harsh environments. And then all the other bullshit that can kill you. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's not just uh it's not just uh like you said, it's not it's not just the fanfare and the uh the clothes. It's um it's life, man, like surviving the elements in life. And not only that, you're not like like a freaking hog or a rattlesnake just or a scorpion. They got scorpions down there too, man. Not not too many. They're out in West Texas. Yeah. I, I was going to let Rhodes out the other day and I opened the door and I'm like, Yee! There's this fucking snake, like <laughs> a three and a half foot long snake on our back porch. And I and it slithered off and Rody didn't even notice it. And it, it was just a little garden snake. But I'm a baby and I didn't I, I'm not used to seeing snakes. Yeah. This little fucker scared me. 
we've got fire ants, dude. We had fire ants in our backyard. Yeah, they had to, dude. They had to come treat that because those things, you, you get bit enough, they'll kill you. But yeah, the, the other thing you got to worry about here is, you know, you could die from diabetes with all these fucking donut stores and barbecue that I've been Shit, eating. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So you got a gas station. <laughs> so that's the that's the best stuff. It's at the gas station. <laughs> I've been eating beef jerky like you wouldn't believe. And yeah. it's like half the price here because there's nine million cows here. And that's right. not an exaggeration. Yeah. Um, you can get fucking raccoon, uh, rattlesnake, kangaroo, probably dog. Like you can get any kind of jerky. GBT. <laughs> it's the G SOT, baby. Yeah, man. You can get any kind of jerky you want here in the great state of Texas. And uh, I'm loving it. It's keeping me, it's keeping me clean. Um, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What? I reckon. We're going to have ourselves uh, quite the summer here. And yeah, uh, as we get situated, we're getting back in our rhythm. We're going to have some guests on soon. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be uh, finding some fine Texans to bring on here. And I'm looking for I'm looking for like a Texas historian uh, or somebody that's like an expert. I'm sure we'll meet somebody somewhere and uh, like to have them on the pod. I, I, I just I throw it out there in the universe. The universe usually sends it my way. So yeah. Um, but but I'll tell you what, brother. Blessed and highly favored as always. I, I do want to give a special shout out to my man Reed. Um, Reed is a fellow uh, HCM. I don't want to use the term warrior. I think that's pretty weird. But mm-hmm. he's a man who's fighting the battle with HCM uh, like I did, and and, he, and uh, we we have some shared experiences, and um, he's uh he's going through some, some tough times right now. And he, he reached out to me on Instagram. He listens to the podcast and, uh, he's a great man, nice young kid and, uh, pulling for him, praying for him. So every man, praying every woman, you, bro. every man, every woman, uh, you know, say a little prayer for Mr. Reed and, um, you know, just, uh, have a great weekend, have a great week, enjoy the summer wear that sunscreen and, you know, just, just, just stay blessed. Yeah. That's man. what it is. Get it. That's what it is. We'll catch y'all next week. Uh, you like that catch y'all. Catch y'all. It's coming. It's slipping in there. We gonna it's catch sli- y'all. It's slipping in there. I reckon we gonna catch y'all next week. <laughs>